Warriors Plus Minus is brought to you by the Game Time app, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Right before the game starts is usually when ticket prices drop. Because Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals. You can even get up to 60% off. With Game Time, you can buy your tickets in just two taps. Man, do you know what I wish I could do in just two taps? I wish I could Christmas shop in two taps. I hate Christmas shopping. Hate it with a passion. I wish I could buy everybody's gift in two taps. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just buy them all Warriors tickets in two taps and be done with it. What do you think of that? Everybody getting Warriors tickets for Christmas in two taps. The Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store and score last-minute tickets on deals up to 60% off. Plus minus. Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit. Plus minus. That is a word right there. <laughs> What'd you say? Plus minus. Marcus Thompson. Marcus always tell the truth. Plus minus. The only thing that I would say to Ethan Strauss is that he's a pretty damn good reporter. Um, he's well plus respected. Minus. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Welcome back, Warriors plus minus. We were off last week because they left me alone. Both of them, Tim Kawakami, my boss, act like he had a bunch of reviews and all this yeah, other stuff had, to like, do. Paperwork. Yeah. Ethan was over was coming back from his uh Georgia hangover from barbecue and weddings and all that. So it was just me. And you know what? I didn't want to do it. You knew need us. Just say it. Just say it out where you need us. No, I was Emotional actually support. initially Emotional I was like, support. Yes, I'm finally free. <laughs> But then there was like this Gabe Kapler thing, and <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, there was a few things. There's, There's always a, a few, few things. things There's always a few things. But we are we are back, and we got to talk about something that's a little bit pressing and a little bit concerning. Is it time to send Jordan Poole to the G League? Oh, ooh, wow, Ethan. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, but you know, they with, can't with the, though. They literally can't for none. But I yeah. literally yeah, they, can't. They, yeah, they, yeah, they need can. him in in an ideal world. That would be the thing to do uh, to get him to just work on his shot. But uh, it's it's bad. It's ugly. It's um, it's a situation where you you would like to say that hey, the speed of the game. He's got to catch up to it, as as Kerr was saying in the last home game. Um, the length of the players, but. If you look into the data, he's just missing wide open shots, and you don't even need to look at the data. You could just watch the games. He's he's wide open, and I guess what's concerning about it is it doesn't look like the consequences of variance. It's not a situation where it's going up and it's rattling in and out. These are just ducks, and I don't know what to attribute that to. If somebody tomorrow from the Warriors said, He's hurt in some capacity. I would say, well, that that makes sense. That makes perfect uh, sense, right? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's why you veering right on wide open threes from the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your, your three point shots shouldn't be curving. Um, <laughs> it's it is concerning. It's concerning flat out. It's very early in his career. Um, there have been players who have had bad starts and have corrected it. But I also think we sometimes underrate how much what players do out of the gate is often um, a meaningful indicator. Is this and a situation where we shouldn't not. underrate the overrating? Is this another <laughs> one of those? That's a series by Ethan Strauss. Don't under, don't underreact. <laughs> I'm big on not underreacting. 
You know, uh, I think that we we do too much underreacting sometimes. I, I said was saying this before. I think it was on all eighty two after the game, uh, Boston game. I, I think he's got a problem with that shot motion. I do. I just it it's slow or it's a shot put or whatever it is. It worked a l- enough in college, and but it's just got too many moving pieces. To once you get off in the NBA, and you've got quicker guys jumping at you. Even when he's open, he's got a six foot eight guy coming near him, reaching out. There's something wrong with it. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad shooter his entire career. I assume he makes them in practice. I that's one thing I wanted to ask these guys. Like, does he make them in practice that make well, you so Clay, confident? Clay said that he beat Clay in a in a shooting competition okay, when one, he was pumping up. What a great shooter he, yep. he was. So he 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 does make them in practice. I just think he's got something. It's not a flinch, but there's something in there where he started missing him, and this motion is getting him further into it. And obviously you can't fix a shooting motion in the middle of the season. Well, maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be any worse than we're seeing right now. But no. it's, it, I don't know that this is a sustainable motion for a shooting guard who's going to be in the league if he is in the league for a while because of his shooting and is not good. It's, it's way off. And this is not Steph and – you know, in, the, in his rookie year, as Marcus talked about in, in the column, and this, is, this is not Trey. Yeah, this is not preseason stuff. <laughs> okay, pre, this is not Trey Young because Trey was shooting like thirty-seven footers, like he does now. He's making them. He wasn't making them as a rookie. This is not that. This is, you know, this is kind of like Mike. Dun- I'm I'm going back to Mike Dunleavy on this one. Remember, he third pick in the draft. He's supposed to be this inside-outside guy. He's this guy who can make threes and get to the rim. And he came out and he had a nice career, but he didn't really do either one of those things in his entire career. He kind of was in the middle. I think Jordan Poole is headed towards like if he's really good, he's going to be a 32% three-point shooter, and that's not what he's supposed to be. It's a little bit. It's a little bit or, or a lot scary for the, the rest of his career and certainly for the rest of the season. He's uh, five for his last 30 from yeah, the field. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, can't re- I can't picture Jeez. a made shot of his. You know, I, I don't remember when that was. If, if it was, I don't remember it, and that's not good. I think I, I, to take from uh, Ethan's uh, underreacting, overreacting, why aren't we given why, – why aren't his good games, the three of them, <laughs> why do they not matter that much? Like – I mean, he did go 7-for-13 against the Spurs, 4-for-7 from 3 at 20 points. He did go 4-for-10, was 3-of-5 from 3 uh, at New Orleans. You know, not the last the last pretty good game he had was 5-for-11 from the field. I mean, there are spots in here. They're just Wait, so unmemorable. Those good games, can we say those good games aren't even really that good? I'm just I talking mean, about games where he made some shots, yeah. right? Games where he made some shots. I mean, 7-for-13 is good for 20 points. It's good. Yeah, That's objectively that is, good, but, it, right? but accumulation, the number is the number. You know, the 27%, whatever. Is, is it 26% now? It's the number. You know, it, it's, yeah, you. No, I'm saying like, yeah, it's, yeah, the yeah, number is a number. Has decent, everybody has decent games. It's what's the totality at some point, and we're well past a short, small sample size. Now. No, I'm saying like, but if you see him make some shots, you mm-hmm. see him have some good games, right? Can't you just say, okay, do more of that. Yeah, no. What, I mean, yeah, yeah. What, what's happening in those good games that's not happening in others? I th- I do think one of the problems is he shoots too much. Yep. He's yeah. just shooting too much. He's not being selective. Uh, he shouldn't be averaging five point six threes. No, <laughs> <laughs> not where you're shooting no. twenty. What, what is he shooting? Twenty five point three percent. He's making a quarter of his threes and taking five per over five a game. 
I don't think I've ever seen a stat line like this. Uh, 26% from the field, 25% from the three. 92 percent That's exactly what I was going to say. That's the part that you just never see that. You never see any combination where it's, oh, he's uh, 25% from three-point land, 26% from the field, and 92.6% on his free throws. If you want some sort of hope that he's still a shooter, you would look small sample size because he only averages about two free throw attempts a game. But, yeah, you just never see that. You never see that. I, I think that we could say he's not a shooter. He's not a shooter. I just He say, might look, be a scorer. And look at look at Eric Pascal certainly didn't come out as a three-point shooter, and he's not making a ton of them, but he's making some. You know, he looks better at it than Jordan Poole, no question. Even with the weird feet kick, right? Weird yeah. feet yeah. kick. The and, kind and when of, Pascal yeah. misses, it rattles out. Yeah. Or it's, and, it, yeah. He's and it looks like Pascal's he's, 27%. Like. Yeah, he's Pascal's 27%. <laughs> yeah, but it, it looks like better. slightly better. Yeah, it looks better. He's taking tougher. I mean, he doesn't take wide open threes because he doesn't get wide open threes. He's also only taking less than three. Yeah, games. I just it just looks like he's a guy expanding his game. And right now, Jordan Poole's trying to figure out what his game is. and Or what his game is isn't very good because he's he's not making shots. I don't think they do anything with him. You, they have to play him. There's, they don't have – until Damian Lee's back, at least, you have to keep playing him a ton. But it, it's not it, – I, I think the idea that he's going to be a good NBA starting, starting starter might be going out the window. He's going to be, at best, a rotation piece. That's not a terrible thing. 28th pick in the draft, that's happens before. But man, this is—is is he better than up. Jacob Evans? Yeah, I don't know. They're, yeah, the 28th pick <laughs> of the draft. Yeah, well, you know, th- th- that's what you're looking at. And Jacob Evans is certainly not thought of very highly in, in Who NBA. Who shoots circle. better, either <laughs> Jacob Evans or Jordan Poole? Um, I mean, Jacob Evans was down in some some three pointers in preseason. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the shot form of Poole looks better than the shot form of yes, Evans. Yes, yes, yes. Is what I would say. Hey, but I would, I'm I would just say saying, good... Jacob Evans shot 26.7% from three last year. Guess what he's at this year? Like 40. Four for eight, 50%. Yeah, 50%, yeah. yeah. So I, I there is that, hope for Jordan Poole. You yeah, guys are Jacob, writing him off after Jacob like five Evans. games. Jacob Evans, Jacob Evans is... <laughs> If you're a Pascal disciple, by the way, I think if you're looking for some, is there any more upside to this to his game, or is he just having a run of luck? I think that that three-point shot is going to go down more yes. in the future. It looks like a good three-point shot. It's often online when he misses, and so he and he makes big ones. Like he makes ta- them. In he's time. taking like gather with a defender on him and go over them threes. Yeah, and so he's not taking spot threes because again they don't spot him. So when you take those dribble, gather, and then rise up to shoot over somebody, those are tough threes, and he's making them. Those are like Steph threes. You know, those aren't Iguodala threes. Those aren't Draymond threes. Those are tough threes that he's taking, and he's, they look pretty good. So, I, again, I see if he starts making – if he's making threes at 32 34%, 35 36 this is a really good player. I and mean, he's already pretty good. This is going to be a really good player. By the way, Mike Dunleavy, 31% from the field they, his first month. From they, the field. Yep. This is this when I start thinking of this, that's what I think of. Dunleavy's like, he can shoot, he can shoot. Uh-oh. He was all right from three, 39% from yeah, three. And then, yeah. and then Dunleavy did become a shooter later on. Yep. Um, but Certainly not a volume shooter, but a shooter. But a shooter. A, yeah. a few teams later, yep. though. Yep. Um, he also had the position of being like the disappointing draft pick yes. right like everybody wanted Yao Ming that year the Warriors Jay had the Williams. worst record yeah. Jay Williams too yep. Yep. Warriors had the worst record and they ended up with the number three pick so they missed out on the two best players in the draft so Dunleavy was like 
you know, coming into a situation where people didn't like him, they didn't want him, and then he had to be savior of a but, franchise. And he had the Duke thing. Yeah, the, then he had the, yeah. yes. And he remember he didn't start at Duke. So it was like, okay, wait a minute, how good? There was all these little That's questions right, about him. Yeah, him. and uh, it didn't. And then like his first game, there he's, then he shoot an air ball at yes. the end. Yes, he air balled yeah, the yeah. game winning three from the corner. Yeah, it just didn't turn so, out well for him. I'm just stuck on the idea of. Can you imagine if Abdenauer was the uh, trainer for Yao Ming? I mean, <laughs> wow, wow, out of the blue here. That's a Twitter follower God. of mine. That's a Twitter follower of I'm mine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Warriors generalized incompetence in, in <laughs> Yao Ming's propensity for injury. Uh, don't want to blame old. Don't want to blame old Abnauer. Wow. Uh, wow. Without without proper information, it's just, just something that was you know so, something that, that that stuck with me. But well, I think so. Dunleavy had that pressure, but in a way, Pool doesn't have quite that pressure, but a little bit of it because even though he's a low first round pick. Um, there's still a sense of now it's time for the young guys. The Warriors haven't hit on some picks. Here's their first rounder. Steph and Clay are out. Yes. People were excited about Poole coming off of his summer league performance. And there is a little bit of a, of a spotlight on him. The team matters more than it did in Dunleavy's day where, you know, they, 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 they're going to talk about you on the jump potentially. Um, if you're if you're playing poorly or well on the Warriors, I mean they talked about Pascal on the jump. He was for, in studio in L.A. in yeah. Sports Center. So yeah, the, the Warriors are, are a whole other uh, beast right now. But Jordan Poole is going to play. He has to play. This is the situation he's getting. You know, we talk about opportunities when stars are hurt or when Durant and Iguodala aren't, aren't around anymore. Opportunity sometimes is opportunity to fail. And he's going to keep getting it. They're not going to stop playing him. They have to play him. But this is something that he's shooting himself into, and it's going to take a little bit to get him out. I, I, I keep waiting for that. I've said it before. A great shooter or a decent shooter, it's one of these days, is just going to go four for four, right? He's just going to boom, boom, boom. That's what they do. And we, we, that's but not he did what he's that. Done. He did it like a long time. When? What game was that? He did it in game three. Did he get <laughs> San Antonio? So yeah, out of how many games? How many games? Yeah. Ago, oh, out of what? Fourteen games. Yeah, yeah. I, it Three should, times it in fourteen games. It's and not, not like, oh my God, it's this right. guy's red hot. It's uh, right. We'll see. Again, I, I just don't think that shooting motion leads to it. Uh, and I might be totally wrong. Chip England might it, call up and tell me how me wrong little, I am. But it's a little shot put. It's a little shot put. It's a little shot put. It reminds me a little of Patty Mills. I'd have to watch them side by side. But if you want a shooter who has a similarish motion. Yeah. Who who made a, a a decent career for himself? Patty Mills is one that comes to mind, but it's it's a tough spot because that's his value, that's his calling card. He was reputed to be a shooter when he came in. Now he's got a little more skill than that, some wiggle to his game, as Marcus and I were told by um, a Warriors ops guy right after he made the draft pick. Uh, but who, if he's not at least a good shooter, that's potentially fatal. He just can't go three for twelve from three. You're not Steph Curry. Yep. Like at just some point, yep. I don't care if it's wide open. If you're not making it, you gotta say this Especially is not a good on shot a team for me. That isn't that good in transition yes, defensive, so it's a dunk on the other side. You can't by the way. do that. You can't. You can't take fifteen shots and twelve of them are threes when you're not making shots. Or like get that, to the free throw yes, line. Get you to gotta, the free throw line. If you're wide open from three, that means you got plenty room to drive. Yep. That's exactly what that means. I just wonder. What are they doing to his confidence, right? What is this doing? Not they. What is this yeah, doing? Say, they're trying to get him the ball. Yeah, what is this doing to his confidence? Here's a guy who, you know, hasn't been afraid to shoot at all. And at some point you just wonder, 
is this hurting him? Like at some point, is it like is this that he has confidence it, that he continues to shoot, and then at some then point, point he's, yeah, he's gonna go, oh god, I can't do this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you just wonder about that, and that's where that's where normally you send the guy to the G League so he can build the confidence, or you just don't play him, or you just don't play him. And they can't, they don't have that right now. They can't do it because they just don't have. They need minutes out of guards. They have to get minutes out of guards, and that's again, it's like this incredible opportunity, this development year. All these guys are going to be able to see, and they're going to get all this time. Well, sometimes that's going to lead to you going, they're not that great. And maybe it's too much time, and maybe he needs time on the bench just to watch. But this is, it's all evidence. It's all NBA evidence. It's all on the film. It's all film, as they say in football, right? It's like you're putting your stuff down on the film, and it's not looking so good. And, you know, I do think he's better defensively than I thought he was going to be. Think he's long. He kind of yeah, but he's not. Look at yeah, you. He's not good defensively. He's better you. than I thought. Are you serious? Well, there's some people who are. So way, he's or, not gonna make your all bad. I don't NBA even like, people still quote me on this. I don't even do it anymore. Hollinger was like ordering up my next no defense team. I don't even do it anymore. But uh, he's not terrible on defense. He's you know there's some terrible defensive players on this team. And he, I don't he, know that he's one. He of them. might he he might get terrible if his career ever turns around. He's doing great on offense <laughs> right now. I feel like he, he's looking at the situation. I cannot be slacking on yeah, defense yeah. right now. <laughs> I've seen that a couple times. I've seen that a couple times. Like miss the shot. Oh my god, I'm gonna get back on I'm defense. Gonna hustle. Yeah, I'm gonna hustle. <laughs> I just for basic stats right here, um, without parsing the numbers, Pascal and Poole are shooting pretty much the same amount of field goals per game. Uh, Pascal, uh, maybe one more. And Pascal is averaging about twice as many points per mm. game. What's, he, what's his field goal percentage <laughs> overall? What's Pascal's shooting percentage? 51-9. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. For a yeah. rookie. That's, shoot, yeah, that's with yeah, 25% yeah. from three. Yeah, wow. That's a rookie, suddenly the go-to guy. I mean, it, it means something. I think that, you know, let's just flip this. I mean, if Pascal was the number one pick, we'd be going, what a good pick. Uh, and if Poole was a second-round pick, we'd say, eh, you know, whatever. Draymond's looking for Pascal. Like, Draymond's like, it's like I'm setting up Eric Pascal, which is, again, I talk about opportunity where one person isn't taking advantage or one person is suffering from it. Pascal's like, you just see the game going up and up and up, and you see the players on the court responding to it. And I don't know how far it can go, but the fact that we're still talking about it as a, with an upward trajectory think this is a, a really good sign for Pascal. Is it, I mean, he's an NBA starter. He's an NBA starter and on, on just about any team, you know, maybe not the Sixers or the Clippers or some of the elite, but if you're, if the Warriors were an average team, which they are not, he, Eric Pascal would be one of their better players. They're a terrible team and he's their best player or second best player if you want to count Draymond or, and we'll see what D'Angelo comes back. But that's pretty good for 41st overall pick, 14 games in his career. He's got some interesting matchup utility because when I was writing about him, I said, look, it is true. You can counter him. You can throw a guy like um, a Jeff Green on him, a big, strong wing like that, or potentially a Robert Covington. And, yeah, that guy will put the fire out and that that will silence Pascal. But then guess what? You forced the other team to use their most valuable or biggest wing defender on Pascal, and there's a value in that. So he's a guy who will completely abuse a certain matchup, and a lot of teams, when they get the full complement of Warriors players back, will not be able to afford burning that matchup or burning that wing defender on Pascal when they have to worry about Clay. You know, another thing I like about him is when he's getting the rookie who was drafted ahead of him guarding him he goes oh, yeah. right at that guy and that's a little Draymond in him and and it's a sign of competitiveness it's a sign of 
you know, an edginess. And he's not the same personality as Draymond, but that's guy. Those are guys who get better. Like I'm PJ Washington got drafted where, and I got drafted where. Okay, let's go. Uh, and I'm going to take it at him. Every, and there was another rookie. I noted it on Twitter when it happened. I forget who it was even now. There was another rookie who was drafted ahead of him, was guarding him. He's like, I'm taking this to the basket every single time. And that's a good sign. That's a really good sign. Here's what's yeah, – is, is this a bad sign? The Warriors might be the worst team in NBA history. <laughs> well, is, is that a bad sign? Like, I, I wonder about what are the potential ramifications of losing too much. Right after building this culture, Ethan's of, a tank guy. What do you think, Ethan? Can can you lose too much, Ethan? Can it be can it can it be too harsh? Maybe it can be too harsh, but I don't I don't think so. You think each I think season as long is too as, different, huh? Yeah, I think as long as they're building good habits, as long as they've got something positive to get out of this. The big negative thing to me is just the the, the pool situation. The other stuff, eh, whatever. Not not a big deal. It's all about the future. Like I said, when we were doing that that uh, post game, that all eighty two, um, Burks could have a, a thirty five point game. It's just not going to be our focus, really. The focus is on the future and tanking is good. Now, I'm a big fan of getting the worst record because then you are guaranteed a top five pick. Um, that's that's pretty good. You're not yeah, going there's to worse, and then there's. Charlotte Bobcats, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. like seven and fifty-two. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I understand their degrees. I just think it's it's really good when you can secure when you know it's a top five pick, which is how the lottery system works. If you have the worst record, you were you are officially promised some sort of top five pick within there. This isn't the kind of draft it would seem as it's shaping up where you've got the clear um one or two guys who are incredible but we'll see there, there's a lot to be developed i've also developed a lot I, I, i've been i'm, I'm going to write about this and this is going to be an article but i've developed a lot more opinions too and i i'm increasingly convinced that um there isn't there isn't that obvious guy right now but to get in the top five tranche i think that's really good and i think the there top are five what tranche. tranche i don't even know what that is i'm, I'm your editor too i gotta have to look this up a tranche, like a like a bucket, uh, like a you know a sorting. I uh, thought that was the company that owned the uh, Chicago Tribune. Tronk. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're gonna go to tronk. Uh, tranche. The definition: a portion of something. Okay. Wow. I, I that one. I didn't. How do you been... spell it? T R A N C H E. Modern tranche. French for slice. Modern tranche warfare. Is that what it is? Uh, you, know, you, got, you, you always get me with something, Ethan. You always get me with something. I, I don't think yeah. it's a huge. I mean, you don't want to go six and fifty. I don't know that they will. Maybe they will. But uh, no, with with Curry on the sideline, with Clay on the sideline, with Russell going in and out of the lineup, I think you can certainly explain it to yourself. If they see improvement in certain areas. This is not like these are terrible death marches when the coach is like, who knows if he's any good, and the staff is troubled. And we've been through this, by the way. We've been through this with some winning teams, but <laughs> with coaching issues, and then then it becomes a problem when the general manager is mad. And da, 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 da. this is not the case with this one. This is the this is a three time winning. It's like everybody yeah, knows we yeah, suck, yeah, exactly. right? Like, <laughs> this is the deal. This is what we are. And what what do you expect out of this? And by the way, we're going to get a good draft pick out of it, and then going into next season. Now, if this continues the next season and these players aren't any good, then that's a different deal. But I don't think this is 
even the historic nature of it at this point, I don't think it's going to continue. I mean, this road trip's going to destroy them, right? We're going to just get blasted on this road trip. And then they got another road trip right after that. The, the, we might be talking about this in two weeks going, man, that looked bad. But at this moment, I don't think it's, yeah, I'm with Ethan. I don't. It, I think it's all understandable. These are reasonable people. And fans have accepted it. They accepted the moment Steph got hurt. This is not going to be a great season. And let's just see some development. Pascal alone, they, Pascal alone should be like, a $20 million player because he's kind of kept the attention, kept the attitude of what people are thinking and, and believing about this team this season. Yeah, my, I agree that it's not that big of a deal, but I do wonder if you are developing young talent, right, and you are building something, what what are these guys learning by taking L's constantly, right? But, like, I mean, who, but, who are you talking about, though? You're talking about Pascal, you're yeah. talking about Poole, you're talking yeah. about Kai Bowman, but, right? Yeah, yeah. I, if they are going to go ahead in the future, I mean, it's, if you're if you're clearing out everybody Omari and not come Spel- back with Spelman, the same team, Omari right? Spellman, I mean, Spellman's right? the another one I would say. Yeah, it's like you just wonder what does it do for their confidence? What, like you said, habits? What are the habits, and are they developing bad ones? Uh, eventually, with losing comes some form of turmoil, right? Like there's going to be some. You you know the drama's coming. You know there's going to be some infight. That's what losing should do to a locker room, but. You know, there's a chance that happens. You I don't know. Didn't we see more more drama with winning? <laughs> I mean, this is a this is a Vinny Facts. Goodwill. Yeah. We did we did just witness like this is a Vinny Goodwill theory yeah. that the best friendships are formed on teams that are losing rather than winning huh. because when they're losing, guys are looking at each other going, "Man, can you believe this stuff?" <laughs> I, th- I think the the strongest friendships grow that way because yep. you, you go through something, but going through something can also prove that you're not friends actually yes. at all. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So now, at the end of this, whoever is friends will probably be really good friends. But there may be some people who aren't friends at all, right? Like, because yep. like, yo, I just played with you, yep. and I was trying to get my buckets in this losing game, and you wouldn't share the ball, Kai. It's all Kai, Kai Bowman's Kai, fault. Kai doesn't share the ball, but he's been he's been a bright spot. No, he's he doesn't good. share he's the good. ball. He's yeah. dead past. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to co- cost Marquise Chris a job. There's the, that's the Kai Bowman because they can they can hang with Damian Lee, I believe, through the ten day, and add him as the fifteenth and fit him on. But I don't think they can fit Bowman under with Damian Lee, and that means Marquise Chris is going to lose his job. Go, yeah, yeah, and somebody. the only no, the only non guaranteed contract that's Marquise Chris. So. Uh, that one is coming out and coming in the future, I believe. Well, Looney's got to get back at some point. I assume Looney's coming back at some point. Assuming Jacob Evans is coming back yeah, at some J- point. Yeah, Jacob Evans, uh, smile at Jeech. Smile at uh, at some point. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I love this stuff, by the way. This is my kind of season. <laughs> I, I enjoy just weird You potential. were complaining about it the whole time. Now you, you love well, it. But then it went, it. but then the whole thing pumpkined. And at that point, I mean, I'm in my comfort zone. I'm watching, I'm watching Australian basketball. I'm watching, I'm watching Israeli basketball. <laughs> he sends me a note like, you got any way to watch Israeli basketball? I was like, that's what I don't have an answer for you. There. <laughs> can, I, <laughs> can I expense my subscription now to, uh, to EuroLeague? No, no, you cannot. You cannot. Can't. Uh, By the way. Research, got, man. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, I it's uh it's 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 fun the unknown is fun i enjoy the unknown well, i, I want, enjoy i want to make I, a little turn marcus brought up oh ethan brought up that there, there was drama last year when they were winning i just am i am amused I, I'll, I'll just use this time to say everyone's going Report. Oh my God! Durant was really mad at Draymond when Draymond yelled him. That that caused some kind of 
thing. Wow. Can, it, reporting exclusively, Durant didn't like when Draymond called him a bitch. And oh, <laughs> uh, reporting exclusively now, uh, Steve Kerr thought that Durant like had some like commitment issues. Oh my God, can you believe that? Oh wow. How come no one reported no that? One, no one knew that. I was like, uh, guys, uh, the whole time the the season was going on, there was a certain website that reported those things and got yelled at for doing it. Uh, and I just it just like these things are now people remain obsessed with that apparently and like you know I'll, hey Bill Simmons all more power to him he's like doing a series of podcasts based on last season of the Warriors like coming up with these revelations fine God bless him this stuff was reported this stuff was reported exactly like that and I'm just am frequently well, amused w- by this the one I've seen repeated and this is just how it goes right where it things are remembered differently from how it goes at the time and if people were mad at you at the time they don't necessarily come back and and apologize and that's just how it goes but one of the things uh i wrote about i think the thing that got me yelled at to go back into the rich dramatic past i do think it was writing that that durant wasn't happy with uh the withholding of proper credit after mm-hmm. he killed LeBron in the finals. Yep. And I do think that's something that, because it was something that Bleacher Report blasted out there. I do think that's one of the reasons why that press conference was as intense as it was. I think everybody assumed it was about what the subject was, which was the whole, where's he going to go? But really, if I had to guess, I think it was, I think it was that aspect. You don't know what makes me happy. Yes. You don't know. Yes. You that, don't understand that that yeah. whole thing. But um, you know, it, times are times are different. It's 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 a strange season now without uh, without Kevin Durant in the in the fold of things and uh, without now Steph Curry. And look, I don't know if most fans enjoy the current state of the Warriors. Chase Center has been rocking, yep. oddly enough, um, where people seem to be getting into it, but. It seemed like they needed a gap here. It seemed like they needed a break. It seemed like they needed a reset. And I don't think that this is the worst thing in the world. And with with at least Pascal coming through, it's not such a bad scene. It's not such a bad it, state. It, they can lose as much as possible as long as he looks like a player. And it's. A I think the one season. point that could have been in contention or could be in contention is D'Angelo Russell. We've talked about this enough. His status yeah. as a you know trade chip or not, or is he good? Is he bad? But I think D'Angelo's kind of ha- handled it really well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I th- like he's kind of kept it cool. Like, he's just going to play. He's very cool. Yeah, yeah he's just going to play. Cool. And whatever people say, whatever he people think. He doesn't seem bothered yeah. by it at all. And, well, that's the, and I've been impressed by that. And, I, and I'm someone who doesn't love his game. It's such a contrast. Yeah, too, yeah we're not right? used yeah. to this. Like, yeah. he's just going to go out there and play the way he plays, and people are going to say whatever they're going to say. And, and you know what? He's actually good. He's pretty yeah, good. Well, He's that's pretty the good. Thi- yeah. That's the thing. I think we had this conversation, like- Tanika, and somebody <laughs> said he was good. I've never said he wasn't good. Nobody was saying he was No, bad. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna. That straw man is gonna, gonna yeah, stand I like know. a. <laughs> he's like again. A scarecrow I'll, I'll just say, field. having been the person who's been the most critical of his game since they traded for him, I will say. I've been impressed by his mindset. Yeah, I've, I've been impressed by that he goes out there and he just takes the tough shot. He go, he puts himself in the middle of it. He's not. I mean, he's horrendous defensively, but that's a whole other thing. He, he offensively, he's everything I thought he was and more, and that's impressive to me. And after games, before games, he's fine. He's he he sees the world. He gets what's going on here, 
and it's not this closed, you know, minded or, you know, everyone's out to get me. I'm not circling anybody with that. I'm just saying it could be with any <laughs> NBA player, especially a, t- a top tr- choice who's been traded two times. But I've been impressed by his demeanor. I think this means he can be a, a really good player for a really long time, and his talent says that too. So I, I just want to point that out. The, the real drama could have been D'Angelo Russell, and it certainly hasn't been, and I don't think it, it will be. It's such a paradox where the, if you were to be told the Warriors are the worst team in the league, it's, oh, my God, what a disaster. But it's the Warriors are the worst team in the league, and D'Angelo Russell has looked like a player who justifies his contract and has impressed and exceeded expectations. Um, he gets hurt, so he goes away a little bit. And then you've got this second-round pick uh, who looks like a real player. It's this weirdly positive-negative story so far. Um, and I don't know when Russell's coming back. I mean, one question that's on my mind, because I'm trying to right now look for what is the draft pick the Warriors need? What is their area of need? Um, are we more sold on Steph and D'Angelo being just the guys in the backcourt and that being a sustainable situation going forward. How about is Clay that Thompson? something Clay at, the, Clay at the three? The, the three? Well, I don't even know. We can call it whatever we want to call it. I guess I guess we would – Clay is like the prototypical shooting guard, but he would technically be a three in that situation. I mean, what do we think – what do we think this no, thing is going I, to be? I, in I the think future? I think they need Steph and Clay, and then you figure out what the three is. That's what I think. Um, which means D'Angelo Russell to me is either you know a luxury or he's a trade piece. Because, he's luxury Lou Williams. Yeah, that's what I agree. I, like Lou Williams would be a great role for him, and, and he's better than that probably because he can distribute a little bit more. But I think you you just can't have two non-defenders out of three on your perimeter. I really believe, you know, that's me. I really believe that. I believe they won games and they won playoff games because they had two or three max defenders on the perimeter they could throw out there. And that's what wins games, when you have scorers, too. And I just don't know that I see D'Angelo Russell and Clay Thompson being the two-three I, I don't with, with Steph as the, as the point guard. So I—, I, I that has to be figured out, and, and it could be figured out through this, and maybe they just think D'Angelo is so good offensively that it doesn't matter. But I think you run into the Portland situation with this, and Portland can play great, can win playoff series. When it comes down to it, they're going to lose at the end because they don't have the defensive players at the one and the two. And, again, it's a big-picture point of mine, but I really do believe that. And I think I think they could draft anything. I really do. Because you don't best know. player available. Yeah, best player available. Uh, but... I don't think they should say we can't draft a three because I don't think they have one right I, now. I think it's compli- the way the league has gone is complicated best player available because, let's face it, centers just aren't as valuable. Mm-hmm. And so you could theoretically have a center who's the best player in a sense, but is he worth the investment in a position that's become the running back of the <laughs> NBA? Yeah, but you um, take the run of it. You take Ezekiel Elliott when he's on the board. You don't say, yeah, I can get another yeah, one. I'll, I'll just say what we're, I think the, the line really is, if he's at all like Hassan Whiteside, it doesn't matter. They don't <laughs> want him. Like, Hassan Whiteside could dominate games, but for six games, he's meaningless, and you're paying him $24 million, where you could throw Aaron Bain, anybody out there who can shoot a little bit, and it's just as good. But if the guy's, you know, special at center, and there aren't that many of them, you definitely then, take him. Then yeah. you take him. You know, I think yeah. Wiseman could be special. I, I, I think Wiseman could be I a guy. I have developed Wiseman <laughs> doubts. I have developed Wiseman. After watching, after digging into it, 
I am. I am. Uh, this it, isn't it, radio, Ethan. This is synergy, Ethan. Now. This is synergy, Ethan. <laughs> I synergy am, Strauss. I am, <laughs> synergy Strauss. I'm a bit of a Wiseman doubter, mm. and I've heard, I've read uh, Sam Vecini saying that he he's looked a lot better recently than he looked in in, in high school necessarily, but. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got some real, I've got some real doubts. Okay. I've got some real doubts. Um, and I don't think if I'm the Warriors, we'll, we'll have more information as the college season <laughs> progresses, but maybe well, not just, on him. Yeah, maybe just, not on hey, him. Hey, yeah. Maybe, maybe he isn't that great. And that's why when you talk about the running back thing, like, yeah, if you're, if you're not the sixth best, one of the sixth best running backs in the league, it doesn't matter. Kansas City yeah. guys get hurt. They just throw some guy I never heard of, and he gains, you know, 60 Or they go get, yeah. like, a 50-year-old yeah. LaShawn. Yeah, exactly. Ahead, right? That part I get yeah. with centers. And, again, I put Whiteside in there because I really dislike his game. But, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, well, if, if you get if you get a shot at a guy who can play that 4-5 really shooting. go best player available, though? Because let's say let's say Nico Mannion is that yeah. guy. <laughs> it, it seems strange yes. to add. Best player to available. Add, to add. A guy At some like point, you got to prepare for post Curry life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, wow. Wow. Says Curry biographer. My goodness. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus like loves a, Ni- Marcus yeah. loves Nico. I think. Yeah. Is, the, I is Nico Mannion? I, I mean, is he like? Is he Trey Young good? I mean, that's the thing. I don't think he, I don't seen, think he's that type yeah. of shooter, but he's, well, he's I, good. No, he can shoot it. He and how big? How big? Trae, how, he's not pulling up step back from yeah, thirty feet. Yeah. How big is he? Uh, he's about six, six three. Because yeah, okay. by the so, way, I mean I'm not saying Car- I'm not maker. saying Carson Edwards is anything close to them, but I looked at him and the Celtics. He's tiny. Yes, he's he is. tiny. Yes, he is. Like he's not an NBA size player. It was, I mean, he's. I was so like, small. who's that little dude I out know, there? It's like a ball boy <laughs> dressed up in a uniform out there. I so. I am a, a Mannion fan, maybe a Stanion, as <laughs> you could say, uh, but. You know, uh, he hasn't been that high in the draft boards, and I would maybe I mean, move six foot him three. up. Just like ba- who's, you know, I know, but just man, he just runs that team. And He's such a great his, playmaker and just floor general. Yeah. Well, yeah. the other point is and if you if you get a top five pick and Mannion is there and he's valuable, then you can trade. That's him. what I'm saying. Yeah, like you, yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. the pick is the valuable. Whatever it is, the pick's valuable. Whether you end up using it or trading it, if there's great players sitting there. And they, the likelihood is they end up with one, two, and three. And then they're going to be picking, you know, because Wiseman's going one of them. And then you're going to have your pick of the other two or three, or you're getting Wiseman. Now you start saying, you know, hey, who needs a point guard? Who needs a center? Absolutely. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And that's when you really begin to stack up stuff. You can't say that with this eighth pick. You can say that with one, two, or three. I wouldn't be surprised, too, if Joe tried to buy in the end of the draft. Too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no question. No, mm. Joe's going to – I mean, Joe's trying to do stuff now. I, They're going to do stuff. Now, at some point, like, are you going to try to – you know, I, I don't want to go too dramatic here, but they do want cap space at the end of next season, I would believe, right? There might yeah. be 20, some free – 2021. Yeah, like, yeah. Might there, there might be? be. So do you use a pick to get off a salary? That's like – they're going to have to get off a salary to get space. Or they're going to trade for this player. I guess it depends yep. on the player and whether yep. the team they want to trade to might think that player is valuable. Yep. All right, all right, all right, all right. You can now hear no more. We're done. This is all you get for free. You want to catch Words Plus Minus on Apple Podcasts every Tuesday. And if you want the rest of this exclusive content, the best you can get on the Warriors, you got to go visit theathletic.com slash Warriors PM. <laughs>